Talking Finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance. All right, so certainly a lot more to follow up on where, this, where that particular uh, conversation is concerned. For now, we're turning our attention to Talking Finance with Brian Hirsch. Brian, a very good morning to you. Good morning, a very frustrating morning. Three times in 24 hours I've had load shedding. Oh, Brian, it has been... It has been horrible. Look, in, in, in my area, we're just grateful if we get power. You know, that's that's where we are yeah. right now. Yeah. So that's, you know, when you put that in context, it ain't that bad. But still, mm. so very frustrating. Kathy, mm. uh, can, can I just talk firstly about a housekeeping issue? Sure. We had a gentleman who called last week uh, regarding his father that had not been paid out for certain disability in, in, in the problems. Uh, his name was Tyron. We took him back to the studio. I tried him every single day from last Tuesday. I tried once a day to get hold of him. I kept getting an on, a no answering service, just telling me that uh, his phone is not, he doesn't have an answering service. So, Tyron, I never got back to you, but I didn't, not for not want to try. Please call. Uh, we'll give my radio line out at the end of the program, and then you can call again. But uh, and he had a he had a major problem, and we took him back to the studio. No problem, Brian. Tyrone, if you're listening, please do uh, get in touch with Brian again. And today, Brian, of course, we're looking at something that many motorists would have already started experiencing. Um, I had to go pour petrol yesterday, and I tell you what, um, 300 rand certainly does not get you where it used to get you a couple of months ago. <laughs> I won't tell you what 300 rand used to get me 20 years ago. <laughs> but yeah, look, it, it, it's, we, I, I know it's about petrol, but you know, as I said last week, it's not only about petrol. Mm. It's about, obviously, with the petrol price increasing, it has an impact on all South Africans and it will hit all consumers' pockets, not just directly, but indirectly, because goods are transported. And when you're transporting goods by road, they're using petrol. And that means the cost of transporting goods. That means that also gets passed on to the consumer. But I must just share with you, it's not only petrol. Another shock for working South Africans, that is that in the not-too-distant future, interest rates are poised to rise. And in this instance, only working consumers... Um, and uh, will really be affected badly, whereas pensioners will actually be thrilled because they've really struggled, uh, the pensioners. Those who retired uh, will welcome high interest rates as the income from hard-earned savings over as much as they may have spent 40 years savings. Over the last two years, their interest they've been earning has been decimated. Mm. But for consumers, let me say, they, so although they will feel the pain when it comes to the petrol rise, uh, and they also shouldn't have debt. But for working South Africa, interest rate hikes are a nightmare. And whilst it's not, it's not absolutely guaranteed, if you look, you know, in America and in the UK, they were expecting increase, increase uh, rates to go up only over the last week, and interest rates in the UK didn't go up. But uh, you can see our inflation picking up, and one way of controlling inflation uh, although a lot of people will argue, and I can always get a lot of phone calls, uh, particularly from Sebastian, where he says, you know, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that when, when if inflation slightly higher, they push up interest rates. But all I'm saying is, for working South African, interest rates are a nightmare. 99% of South Africans have debt. 
And while you've often heard me talk about healthy and unhealthy debt, mm. certainly owning a home and a car is not unhealthy debt. I mean, today it's essential. Now, with interest rates poised to go up, these working South Africans who are already stretched to make ends meet will find that their debt costs um, are, are going to increase. So a large chunk out of their monthly disposable income. I mean, for two years, we've had low interest rates. And as interest rates start to rise, that takes, you know, for those who are paying, as I say, a housing bond, not even talking about unsecured debt, but just a motor car, that goes up. And we saw a, a move, and to give me an indication how working South Africans are feeling, when there was a move to try and get the FSB to allow individuals to borrow from their pension funds, uh, which has now been put on hold. But think about it. Working South Africans, the only people who contribute to a pension fund are those who are working. Those who aren't working don't have pension funds. So think about their dilemmas. But those that are working are struggling and wanting to use their pension fund money. That means that they're struggling to make ends meet. And now if debt costs are going to go up, they're going to have less in their pay packets and they're really going to be struggling. So it's not just petrol that people should be thinking. People should be thinking very much about all the other things that are likely to go up and where can they start, where can they start thinking about cutting back. So we've dealt with this before, but somehow South Africans don't seem to get the message uh, what they need to do uh, to actually look to ways save money. So I'd like to put a few things together. Uh, the first thing you need okay. to do, and I've Brian, that- Brian, let me do this. Before you get into that list of what we can do, let me take this quick break and then I will continue after this so that I don't interrupt you. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. 20 after 10 o'clock, we continue talking finance with Brian Hirsch. And, of course, Brian, you were just about to give us some of those tips that you think we can be applying, taking a look at how our financial situations are likely to change over the next couple of months. By the way, do, do we have a sense yet of when South Africa may actually begin to increase its interest rates? No, but it's been hanging around there now for the last three to four months. And the, the rise in inflation rates and petrol is going to put an increase in inflation. These are the factors that determines our, our governor of the Reserve Bank and his board in determining where the interest rate should go up. And then the external factors are interest rates that could be rising internationally. So interest rates have been absolutely null internationally. Um, they were talking about, I mean, when you think about, they were talking about in the UK raising interest rates, and listen to this, 0.1 to 0.25. Now, that doesn't sound like anything when you think about our rates, our, our repo rates at around about uh, seven. When you think about that type of thing, all I'm saying to you is, but an increase from 0.1 to 0.25 is an increase of something like 140%. So when these start to rise and we get these few inches, it may be over the next six to 12 months, but South Africans need to be preparing as we get petrol uh, increases in petrol. By the way, if the RAND recovers, 
and the rand has recovered from the 1530-1540 mark. Understand, it isn't just about the oil price. Everyone thinks they listen to the oil price. It isn't just about the oil price that petrol price goes up. It's an oil price which is priced in dollars based on the rand against the dollar. So if the rand weakens against the dollar, obviously that costs more to buy oil. But if the rand strengthens, so if we get in the month of November and hopefully in December some strengthening in the rand, we could find the, or we could find the petrol price coming down, which I'm sure will be welcome to, to everyone, particularly with the December period coming on. But if I'm, I'm preparing people to start looking at their budgets now and what they need to do. So the first thing is it's easy to draw cash from an ATM and, and then not realize where the cash is being spent. I mean, I mean, you need to keep a note of where you spend this cash because I don't need to tell you, once you've opened up, once you've changed 100 rand, it isn't difficult for it to just 100 rand to disappear. Even better, if you use a credit card, mainly because at the end of the month, you can pick out exactly where you spent the money. But the danger of a credit card is, if you use a credit card, make sure you pay the full balance at the end of the month. Don't pay part. Don't tell where they tell you you only have to pay a small percentage. Don't get caught into that trap because the interest rates are high. The interest rates are nearly double what you'd pay um, on an overdraft rate. Um, prime rate of seven and the repo rate is, I think, five, five and a quarter, five and a half. Then, um, then compare your monthly income to your monthly expenses. And I've always said that to make sure that you actually earn more. And if you've got a surplus, then some alternatives should be put in the following place. Put more into your bond, pay more off into your bond. There's nothing better you can do than increase the payments to your bond. If your bond payment is 2,000 Rand and you can put 2,200 Rand, you're getting a good return because you're paying around about anything between 6.5 and 8% on your bond. And if you've got money in a money market account, you're not even getting 3%. If you're spending more than you earn, then you need to find out where you can cut back. And some of the suggestions are, firstly, the use of a car. Um, some suggestions may be going to work with colleagues, um, looking if there's a carpool. Uh, don't go to the shops unnecessary uh, and keep going to the shops. If you're going to go to the shops, make sure you go once and you don't go back and forth because that's using petrol. Um, and all unnecessary trips will use additional fuel. So think about that carefully. And then when you go shopping, uh, make a list that you made at home that you know exactly what you're going to buy rather than going shopping and walking around the supermarket, pulling items off the shelves and, and even try not to take children to the supermarkets. It can only cost you more money. And have a look at the cost of eating out and the additional costs you may pay for the service of home delivery. I don't know if people realize how expensive it is. I queried recently, I, I went and bought food from an Italian shop. That, that the cost of the food was 230 rands, and I asked him have, if I used a, um, a delivery service together with the tip, how much would it come to? You will not believe it. 310 rands for the same food. And so many, you see so many people ordering online. You can save money there. Then re-look at any loyalty program that you're involved in, which could give you back certain monies, the e-bucks program and the various other programs. It pays. If, you've got a, if you're using money at pharmacy, they ask if you've got a card, if they ask pick and pay, Woolworth, make use of these, because it is, these small amounts of rands do add up. Have a look at the cost of your short-term insurance with reference to what you're insuring 
from the essentials in the event of a major catastrophe to possibly the unnecessary. If you've got jewellery insured on your oldest policy, put it in the bank. Don't keep it in a safe at home. Don't, you don't need to insure it at all ridiculous rates. Have a look at that. Uh, don't keep updating your telephone every two years with a fancier model because it only costs you a few hundred rand more. There's costs involved. Have a look at the cost. The most important is have a look at the cost of your data. What is necessary and sure. what is nice to have. People don't even realize what their data costs. And then switching of geezers that are unused. Just remember, saving money adds up. And the biggest danger for most South Africans is we've had a tough two years. Mm. And guess what? The festive season is around the corner. So, you know, people are feeling a little bit more generous. I know it's not fun, but think about it. If you could give someone a voucher instead of a present... You could give them a slightly lesser voucher because after, the, after, the, after Christmas is over and the New Year, all the stores have sales. I know it's not as much fun. It's certainly not as much fun, but it certainly will save money. Okay. And then, sorry? Yes, Brian, you, you can continue. Um, I've also okay, just got Errol holding on the line, but you can, you can finish. Okay, I'll just finish now. Remember, we get paid in early December and then don't get paid again until the end of January. Mm. Don't use your credit card and then find that you've incurred more debt at the end of December because you've virtually had no money for six weeks. And then finally, I think what's important for those who live um, off their capital and rely on interest rates, making investments in long-term fixed deposits. Now, at these rates, in my opinion, for the next two to three months, you should rather keep the lower rates and see what happens when interest rates go up because you'll be able to lock in higher rates. But you remember that everyone's circumstances are different. So just a few tips that people should think about, uh, about where do you save money and what can you do in terms of rising costs. Brian, thank you so much for that advice. Uh, certainly you got my attention. When you talked about the shopping list, um, I'm one of the bad candidates in that category. Uh, I go for one thing, but I, I, I walk out with 100,000 things and, and I ask myself why. So unnecessary. Errol in Kabeja, good morning. Uh, good morning to you, Kathy. Hi. And uh, good morning to Brian. Mm. Good, morning, Errol. To good morning, Brian. And I really appreciate everything that you give all the listeners, you know, and your time. Um, I've been listening to you for many years, actually. Um, I'd like to ask you a question which may be sort of out of line, but what does a person do to register intellectual property rights? To register intellectual property rights, Errol? Yes. Okay. Errol, you stumped me. I can't give you an answer to that question, but I certainly can give you an answer next week. I don't know what you have to do to register in, in, in intellectual property rights. It's a legal question, and I don't have the answer. But what I will do, I'll talk to our legal department, and I'll find out what you need to do. So you want to know what you have to do to register intellectual property rights? Yes, I'll tell you why, because... I've got I've got a product that I want to put forward, but I need protection of it, so I need to you know find out details concerning that. Okay. So are you talking about a patent, or are you talking about is it an actual product that you want to patent on, or when you talk about intellectual no, property? No, it's 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 a, it's an idea. That an idea. I want okay. to bring forward for for you know, marketing and so on. Mm. Okay. 
I can understand patent. I mean, if you've got a patent on a particular product and you want to, and you want to protect that particular product being copied by someone else, uh, there's certain patent attorneys. But I've, I've never been asked, how do you go about registering intellectual property rights? Do you think I should? Do you think I should try and register my own intellectual property rights? <laughs> Thank you for Errol, I was joking. I yeah, no, I think you missed it. I think you missed it. Certain things you can't register, and certainly you can't register in. You need his name to let you know. We understand what uh, financial is all about and how to go about yeah. it. But we, but I'll, I'll, I'll speak to I'll speak to our legal department, and I'll give an answer next week. You know? Okay, Brian. Let me do this. It's ten thirty. Let me go to news headlines, and Musa standing by. Ryan, I believe that that brings us to the end of our session for today. I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to add before we get your contact details. Well, there was some good news when you mentioned the Rand dollar value, which is at 14.93. Last week it was at 15.24. So as I said, if the Rand strengthens, which means there's more Rand to the dollar, uh, petrol price, it's good for the petrol price. Now, you can call me on 011-880-4. Triple eight. Please leave all your numbers and also leave where you're phoning from because if I do phone back and I can't get hold of you, I'll pass your question on to someone in your area. Thanks and have a good that week. All right. Thanks for that, Brian. Chat again next week, Tuesday. So that, that, that's where we'll leave it then uh, on Talking Finance with Brian Hirsch.